everyone and welcome back to Prep Talk podcast. I'm your host Vartika Bhandari and we are back with another episode that features our student alumni Diya Sharma. Hi. So Diya is here with us spending one year at University of California Berkeley and today she'll be sharing her freshman year freshman with year. us yeah. uh, at Berkeley. So are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Cool, let's get started. So our first question to you is uh you had seven acceptances right. right and you ended up choosing berkeley so what was going inside your mind while you chose berkeley sure so i'll give a little bit of a background um i am currently on bio- taking biology as my first major and declaring psychology as a simultaneous degree mm-hmm. um i'm on the pre med track i do want to end up in medical school after the four years that i spent at berkeley and when i was going when i did get all my acceptances um i did have a couple of options where medical school was a, like they a university had a medical school affiliated with their with that university and mm-hmm. they offered programs where after the four years i could attend their medical school. So knowing that, I still ended up choosing Berkeley because um even though they don't have their own medical school, they are affiliated with UCSF which has a medical school. They I got into a small major, bachelor's of science in microbial biology which was exactly what I wanted in terms of research prospects to um looking into my junior year when I do start my research. And um I also um saying that I got into a small major I knew the advising was also very thorough like and the major that I had also completed most of the prereqs that I needed for medical school so looking at that overall I knew that going into Berkeley with the major that I wanted was a good fit for me all right so we are glad that you are finding your way towards Berkeley so moving on to our next question that you uh, chose a major So usually we see students uh, who have their major predecided like you and uh, there are students who are not you know sure about their major. So what was the process of you de- deciding on what major you wanted to do? Um so I think I bring it back to being pre-med and completing the prereqs because there are a lot of prereqs that you need to complete, couple of courses of chemistry, couple of courses of bio, physics, math. and a lot of there's it's stigmatized that you know biology chemistry are one of those majors that you can use to get into medical school mm-hmm. but apart from that i had always been inclined towards a combination of bio and psychology whether that be biopsychology or um just bio plus psych so from high school i was taking the ib diploma and my higher levels were biology and psychology so i think right from high school right from me creating my resume i knew that bio and psych some combination of that was what i wanted to pursue and even if i don't go to medical school i know that those majors are what i wanted to do and i'm pursuing that since my high school all right all right um okay So Berkeley is one of the very good colleges in US, right? And I see you smiling. So yeah, you seem very happy. Yes. So what was the process of creating your student resume that you think worked out uh good for you? So I wouldn't only say that it's for Berkeley. I think any university um whether that be in Canada, whether that be in the US, you need to be able to create your story. 
your story is your own and that's what you start off with and that's what you take into college. Mm -hmm. Yes, people say that, you know, college is a fresh start or um, I want to, I don't know what I want to do yet or I don't know what I want to be. But I think that when you're at your, when you are applying to schools, you know what you don't want. You know, I knew that going to college that my father is an engineer. He loves engineering. But I knew that that's not something I want to do. I knew what I didn't want to do. And maybe if, even if I didn't know what I wanted to do, I had a general idea of my passions, where, what my life wanted to look like. So, you know, my dad said, you know, Dia, make a list of what you want in your life. I made a list of 10, 12 things and I noticed a pattern. I noticed a pattern that sounds cliche, but I want to help people. You know, that's what all medical students <laughs> say. It's what goes on your medical school application. But I knew that I was a people oriented person and my life wanted or my life goal is something related to that. So I created a story. I created a profile where everything tied back to that central mission. Whatever I did had a common theme and a common storyline that ended or like connected to each other one way or the other. I worked with NGOs. I worked with um, NGOs outside of my school, in my school. I did online summer programs that connected back to my major that I wrote about when applying and then my extracurriculars were related somehow to me being a people-oriented person and taking that into medical school. Okay, okay, understood. So let's understand how are the academics at Berkeley. So you mentioned that you're currently pursuing microbial biology and psychology. So how is that major working out for you at Berkeley? How are the professors? How are the classes? How are the peers that you hang out with so I like you said I just finished my freshman year yes. so right now I'm mostly taking lower division classes mm -hmm. uh, because Berkeley is a public school the classes mm -hmm. are big mm -hmm. I do have classes where there are 200 300 people sitting in one lecture hall it is huge and Going in, I was nervous because my entire life I have attended schools that have no more than 10 to 12, I would say 10 to 15 people in each class and jumping right to, you know, 150, 200 person lecture with not necessarily individualistic attention to you. I was nervous about that. But know that if you do enter an environment like that, you have to be, you have to be self-aware. You have to be able to advocate for yourself and find opportunities that you know will push you and help you. So if I do, for example, one of my classes, my chemistry classes was a huge lecture. Um, and um, you have one professor, you go to lecture Monday, Wednesday, Friday for one hour. And then you have, for example, a discussion section or you have your graduate student instructors that you have to take time out of your own schedule and go to their what we call office hours or that where they can give you individualistic attention. So, yes, it's a big school. Yes, the professors are great in what they do. But I think it is very student oriented in the fact that you have to take you have to push yourself and find or you have to sustain yourself and find ways in which you can help yourself because you're the one looking out for yourself, not anybody else. Right. Do you think it is good for a student personally, 
attend to that huge of a class where you think you it's very easy to lose focus, con- focus yeah. and concentration right and for a subject like chemistry or sciences particularly attention is very important correct i think that it depends on the class and on the professor i think there are times where you can have a very good professor who does take time to answer questions in class and then you can also have a professor who just wants to lecture and then you're on your own so it it can go either way uh -hmm. and like i said it's on the student Mm -hmm. because when you have a midterm you have a test it's you studying for it it's you taking it and the professor's job is done in a sense where they have brought that material on you and then it's the student's responsibility like I said it's I think being at such a big school has taught me that it is my responsibility is my job to advocate for myself and if I want to succeed then it's on me there's nobody holding my hand there's nobody there's nobody that's going to push me because at the end of the day, it's me, my midterm, my grades. Okay. Uh, moving on to a less serious topic. I'm talking about <laughs> extracurriculars here. Yeah. Uh, so how are the extracurriculars at Berkeley? Um, so I would say the extracurriculars are great. Um, we have fairs, um, uh, extracurricular fairs at the beginning of the semester. And where students can walk around and kind of get an overview of everything Berkeley has to offer. We have application processes, interviews to get into some of the more competitive clubs. And then, you know, some are just come in, enjoy, um, have fun. So there's both sides of the spectrum, some competitive clubs, some, you know, more of enjoyment and being part of a community. Um, for me personally, I'm part of five clubs and right now they're mostly oriented in what I want to do in the, exactly what I want to do (laughs) in the future. Um, I did, I am also one of the leaders in one of the clubs called the American Red Cross. So right now, I think as a freshman going into my sophomore year, my primary focus for getting into club was creating a network because Um, in such a big school you want to feel small you want to find a close-knit community and I think that I've created a lot of communities from my clubs Um, and yeah I think the clubs are very helpful in you know finding a network and taking you taking you or helping you to take the next step forward so with my I'll give a specific example in the American Red Cross of the student chapter at Berkeley I got involved with the health and safety committee where I'm responsible for CPR, first aid and creating events or managing marathons that happen in Berkeley. And from that, I was able to get onto the Bay Area chapter. And so not only am I working at Berkeley, but I'm also working with the real team of the West Bay or the Bay Area And so that was something that I got from the student chapter. So like I said, the clubs at Berkeley are very helpful in helping you move forward and create a network that helps you go forward. So how is life at Berkeley? Uh, Not talking about the uh, extracurriculars (laughs) and not talking about academics now, just talking about the fun. The party. Yeah, the parties, (laughs) the fun. Where do you go? What do you do? And how is life uh, as a freshman? Um... 
Yeah, for sure. For being, you know, you're so new. There, there are thousands of people in that university, yeah. and you had would hardly know anybody, right? Right, and yeah. and you can be alone. So, how was it for you, looking at so many people, meeting so many people, networking with them? You know, eventually going to parties and then mm-hmm. having fun. Yeah. Uh, so, how is it? Um, We'd like to know that. Okay, let's hope my mom's not listening to this. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Um. So the first week that you do go into as a freshman, you have orientation. I think that works with a lot of the universities. And actually, the friends that I have right now are all the ones that I met during my orientation <laughs> week, and we kind of stuck. Okay. So um, there's so it is a college town. So I hardly see you know families walking around with little kids or you know people walking their dogs it's mostly college students yeah. grad students and you can see so i think that's one thing that i really like because everyone is at you know the same age group that it's very easy to go and connect with people mm-hmm. and when it comes to the social life there is a vast greek life there are sororities fraternities that a lot of people are part of so most of the parties happen there mm-hmm. for first but for a person like me um yes i do like to party but that's not something that i prefer doing on a weekly basis i think hanging out with my friends going out for dinner um going out for dessert is something that i'd rather do so yes, there's a good balance of parties. There's a good balance of, you know, relaxing, taking time to yourself. And I think the one thing about, you know, when you go into college, you think that you need to go to parties or, you know, if you want to find friends or, you know, go to parties, have a social life. I don't that's think that, that, yeah, right yeah. But honestly, I don't think that's what, or a person like me, Yes, it did happen where I was invested in, you know, I wanted to go to parties, I wanted to go out. But then over time, I realized that that's not really something that I want or necessarily need to do to find a good group of friends. Yeah. Do you think it's the hype? Of it yes, yeah. I cry. I think it's a, it's, it's a hype yeah. that, you, you know, you want to go to parties every week. Yeah. Let's go to a frat. Let's, you know, let's, <laughs> let's go out. Let's dress up. Yes, dress up, go out. You know, there, there's more to life in social life than just parties mm-hmm. um and if you like I said I'm really happy with the group of friends that I have we 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 find something to do there's always something to do in a college town like Berkeley and a lot of events there are concerts a lot of events that you can always be part of okay so um moving to our last question how was your time at Tudela? um you know no (laughs) no i i'm very thankful to tutela i i joined if i remember correctly i joined tutela my junior year of um high school and it was mostly for act prep and some um help in bio um but it was very helpful the teachers are very supportive they take a personalized approach where they understand the strengths and weaknesses of every single student and work a plan around that. So I was very thankful to all the students, all the teachers, because more than just a teacher, they were a friend who stuck through thick and thin. There were breakdowns, there were, you know, frustrations, but like a friend, they, they took it step by step. And I'm very thankful because 
without them, um, they, I, 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 I would be lying if I was saying that they were not a huge part of my application process and, um, you know, my journey through high school. So I'm very thankful to all of Tutela and people working in and out. So I really love the people here and they do, they're really good at what they do. So, yeah. Thank you. And now I'm crying. <laughs> okay. So with this, we end our today's podcast. Thank you so much, Dia, for being you. here. It was a nice podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. So we'll see you in the next podcast. Don't forget to follow our channel and give us a five star if you're listening this on Spotify. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.